Bagari here with Nate Kelly, who joins me all the way from Ireland and just finished training. How are you tonight, Nate? Good, how are you? I'm fine, thanks. So, Nate, how did you get started in MMA? Well, I was a hybrid child, and I loved watching Kung Fu movies with my granddad. And my mom could see that. So, my mom put me in the kickboxing, and I just loved it. And then a few years later, I joined SBG, and I was obsessed with that too. Now, for a young MMA fighter, you have quite an impressive record. Tell our viewers what titles you hold and what your record is. I'm five-time national kickboxing champion. I'm British champion in jiu-jitsu, British champion in jiu-jitsu, and kickboxing. And I'm a double world medalist in kickboxing. You recently won the British Open just a short time ago. Tell our viewers what that experience was like for you. Yeah, I was in Birmingham last week um, at the top 10 championships and I took gold in kickboxing and I took a silver in jiu-jitsu. Congratulations. But this isn't the first you. time you've won at the British Open, right? You won last year as well. Yeah, I won last year as well. And also, I'm also a world medalist at kickboxing. Wow. A lot of records for such a young guy. Good for you. <laughs> Thank you. You recently met Luke Rockhold. Where did you meet him and did he give you any advice? Yeah, I was talking to Luke Rockhold at the Body Power Expo and I, he said um, in Vegas in July I, I could interview him, so that's going to be cool. Wow. Are you excited about that? Yeah, he was a really nice guy and I got to talk to him and he was a really nice guy and we, I got to spar with him as well, so that was a great experience. Oh, I'm happy to hear that. So Nate, you are a seasoned vet, even though you're just a kid. You've had a lot of matches and you've won a lot of them. But do you ever get nervous before your fights? And what do you do to kind of fix that? No, I don't really get nervous because I know that I've been training six days a week. And I know that I've been working hard and that when I go out there, what I have to do is what I've been doing in training. So I know that I've done all this in training, that there's no need to be nervous. Wow, spoken like a true champion, Nate, even at a young age. Which brings up the question, and it probably is a suitable name, how did you get the name Nate the Great? Um, well, Chris Field gave me the name Nate the Great. I used to be called Nate Dog, and then Chris Field said he used to say, oh, you're great, and you just called me Nate the Great. Now, you train at a world-famous gym in Ireland. I know the name of that gym, but tell our viewers what the name of the gym is and who do you train with over there? I train down, I train down the straight last gym with some great UFC fighters and great coaches. My coach is Owen Roddy, John Kavanagh, um, UFC fighters like Ashton Daly, Conor McGregor, Paddy Houlihan, Kyle Kendrick, all these amazing people that bounce off and learn off and not them just teach me moves, me teach them moves as well. What's it like to train with Conor McGregor? It's amazing. Me and Conor have this really good friendship, a really great bond and um, he's like everybody down at SVG from people that just first walked into the door to people that have been there from 10 years they're all friendly they're all big it's like a big family down here we're like, like a big family it's an amazing gym to train at do you have any funny conor mcgregor stories you can share with our viewers no i don't think i have any funny <laughs> conor mcgregor stories i think you'd have to talk to john Cavanaugh about that i think him and okay. john share a lot of 
funny stories. Okay. What advice has Connor given you, being that he's such a champion? Connor has given me advice not just to like work in the gym all day, to like relax your body, body movement, to stretch, to things like that. Your head, and he says it's ninety percent mental and ten percent physical. Because I, he says to me, I can't just go out there and fight. I have to be mentally ready and physically ready. So he gives me a lot of advice, not just in MMA as well, in life as well. So he's a great person to have down in the gym. Yeah, that is good advice. And coming from Conor McGregor, we know it works because he is a champion. So yeah, he is. What's a typical training day like for you then? I get up, I eat my breakfast, go to school, then I come home, have my dinner, do my homework. Go to the gym, do jiu-jitsu, and I go from jiu-jitsu to kickboxing, and then that's what I do six days a week. Wow. I also teach down SBG. I teach the younger children coming in down SBG as well. Do you enjoy that? Because I know we have some video of that, and it looked like you, a lot of the kids were really enjoying being taught by you. Yeah, then the kids down here are... They're great little children as well. They're going to all grow up to be little beasts. Everyone, everyone down here, they're all training. They're all getting their heads up. And everybody down here is just, there. it's just a big gym of champions. That's what I say. What do you love most about the sport? What I love most about the sport is getting in, training, and then after you train, know that you can go out and compete. And all your hard work pays off when you're around that match. And being ready and um, one of the best things about that sport is knowing that you have good family, good friends, a great gym, great people behind you and I know that I have that definitely down in SPG. What are some of your favourite moves? I am um, I think I'm known for the sidekick and kickboxing definitely. I take yeah, that's definitely my signature move in kickboxing. And then the armbar and jiu-jitsu, definitely the armbar and jiu-jitsu. My record is 10 seconds for the armbar, but I think next, I think I'll like per to perfect that and go for about five seconds the next time. Wow. Good for you, Nate. Thanks. You stood up at the Aldo McGregor press conference and made a plea to Dana. Dana, I'm five-time national kickboxing champion. I'm Irish and British champion at jiu-jitsu and I'm a world medalist at kickboxing. So I'm guaranteed that you're going to be strapping that gold belt around my waist. <laughs> have you heard back from Dana White? No, I have not heard back from Dana with the tickets to Vegas, but I've got myself a job down. I'm a UFC correspondent for Spin 1038, a big radio station down here. And I'm going to be talking to the fighters. I'm going to be like analyzing the fights and I'm going to get paid for it. So that's going to come off my flights for Vegas, so I've worked myself there. Wow! And I still, I still need tickets for the fight, so it's even a press badge. Hopefully I get a press badge. Something tells me you might get a press badge, Nate. I think you're, I think you're on to something there. Now, yeah. Are, are you going to be in Vegas, Susan? No, I'm not. <laughs> but I might come to Ireland to visit you, Nate. I, I yeah, think, I, I think I'd like to meet Conor McGregor, too, and the rest of the gang out there. Yeah. You've got a lot of fighters out there that are very good. Yeah. That was not the original question, though, that you were going to ask Dana White. What were you originally going to ask Dana White? 
I was gonna ask Dana, um, I don't know what I was gonna ask him like that. It's gonna be that future UFC champion, but my mom pays for the competitions and things like that, so we're, I'm going to represent my country in Spain, so I don't want to go, I didn't want to put different pressure on my mom for Vegas. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted a chance to learn with Dana and see what got there. But now I think it's become more than a question. What really has come from this is little kids on Instagram and things like that saying that you give me courage to go do martial arts. But the message that I want to give children out there is even adults saying, you know, <coughs> and teens, you know, all them saying that. And that's really bringing me, and I want to tell everyone out there, it's just such a positive message that no matter, I don't even do martial arts if you want to do martial arts, but I'm saying if you want to do basketball, ballet, whatever you want to do, that's you. And don't let anyone, don't let anybody say that you can't go out and do that. I'd be proud to be you, because if you're out there and you're not proud to be you, like, just do what you want to do and be proud to be you. And that's what I want to say to everybody, not just kids, but teens, adults, everybody out there. It's a good message, Nate, and one that's so needed. Were you bullied at school at all? Because it sounds like from what you're saying that you have sort of a resonate with some of the things that are going on when kids are being bullied. No, I, I wasn't bullied at school, but I've seen people get mm. bullied and get picked on and that's what the teacher was saying to my mom, or like, um, if he sees any conflict in the yard or in the playground, he'd go right up to her and say, stop, that's not right, and that's what I want to do. If I see a little kid getting pushed or again, like, slagged or jeered, I'd go over and I'd say, stop that now, that's not right, you shouldn't be doing that. He's a person, you know? Yeah. That's, I want to be an ambassador for kids if I could, you know? Mm -hmm. I think anti-bullying is something that really needs to get out there. And I think, like, why would someone bully someone and things like that, so. I think you'd make a really good ambassador, Nate. I vote for you. Thank you. <laughs> you were recently on the John Murray radio show. What was that experience like for you? Yeah, I was on John Murray show one, twice. Um, twice, okay. The second time he wanted me to go in the studio because the first time was so goddamn good. Do you like doing media appearances? You're getting quite popular. Yeah, I like doing media appearances because that's the whole part of the game as well. You don't just show up and fight. You have to do the radio, you have to do the interviews. And me, myself, I personally enjoy them. And hopefully I might get some sponsors as well, Susan. Yeah. You don't sound like you've got a lot of free time, but what do you like to do in your free time? Uh, I don't... I don't know what I like to do on my free time. What I like to do on my free time is train. That's what yeah. I want to do on my free time. I like that's what I want to do on my free time. And yeah. Okay. Now we're gonna to go to some questions from Twitter. Patrick Hamilton okay. Walsh at Patrick H Walsh wants to know, what martial art are you going to focus on next? Karate, wrestling, or maybe something else? Um. I don't, I don't know what other martial arts to do. I'm fitting them all into my schedule. I do boxing, I do wrestling, I do taekwondo. Wow. I do most things, but I'd like probably to get into some, maybe some karate, maybe some more wrestling because wrestling is something that I really need. So maybe 
rest of the craziness. So. Okay. John Breen at Deguzzi1973 asks, what is more important for a champion, heart or technique? Well, uh, Susan, so you can teach technique, you can spend hours in the gym, but one thing you can't teach, and that's heart. Yeah. So when you could be in the cage and you could be there fighting and it could come down to who digs deep. It's not going to be that person with technique. It's going to be that person that has heart. John Breen also wants to know, with so much success, how do you keep motivated? It doesn't sound like you need any extra motivation, but... Um, with so much success, how do I keep motivated? I keep motivated because I wouldn't be where I'm at right now if I wasn't training. If I wasn't training six days a week, I wouldn't be where I'm at. I'm training six days a week. I'm putting in the work. And yeah. if I was just here doing this show right now, I wouldn't have, if I wasn't training, I wouldn't have any of them titles to back me up. So. Good point. Good for you. Nate. And I want to be the best. So I'm going to work hard every day until it happens. Our next question on Twitter is from Okawahe Clan. And he wants to know, who was your biggest influence inside and outside of martial arts? And what's your biggest achievement so far? My biggest influence outside and inside, one, one outside has to be my mom. She's a hard worker and she's loving and she's my mom more importantly. And inside, inside the octagon would probably be George Saint-Pierre and definitely one person that really is good to me as well is Conor McGregor, but more importantly, the godfather of Irish MMA, John Cabinet, he's really good to me as well, so. All right. And my biggest achievement so far was probably just um, all the competitions that I've won, but more importantly, um, the Worlds, that was a big competition, and but I don't want to just sit back and relax on these competitions. I want to work harder and get different achievements now, so. Wow. All right. O'Callaghy Clan also has one more question. He wants to know how expensive is martial arts for you at the top of your game without government funding? Well, obviously it's very expensive and the government's not there to fund us. Like Britain have this jiu-jitsu team and they get funded by the government and Hungary have a team and they get funded by the government and they get paid when they come back with medals. So I think that it's a little bit ridiculous that yeah. Irish athletes that are at the top of their game have not are not getting paid to go elite athletes are not getting paid to go away and fight, not even get paid, just like for their accommodation yeah. and all expenses paid for, like because that's what we really do deserve because we're out there wearing the tricolor and representing so And representing your country out there as well. Yeah, representing, yeah, exactly. Jordan White at Jordan White 341 asks, what advice would you give to someone who is nervous at their first competition? I give them advice saying if you've been training all week, if you've been training all month, it doesn't matter how long you've trained, but you've been training. So just do what you've been doing on the training mats and go do that out on the competition mats. And be calm, be yourself, and that's the most important thing. Be yourself, go out there, have fun, and enjoy it. What's next for you, Nathan? What's next for me? Um, Vegas, and then I have the European Championships in Spain for kickboxing. So I'm gonna bring home some, bring home some more gold for my country. Good for you. Anything else you'd like to add today, Nate? 
Um, just thanks for having me on the show, Susan. It was a pleasure to talk to you finally, so it was a pleasure to be on. Nate, I wish you good luck at your next competition. I have to tell you that even though you're a kid, I feel like I'm talking to an adult. You inspire me, and you're inspiring the next generation of fighters. Thank you. And you're probably inspiring a lot of adults out there, and you're a credit to both of your parents who raised you and your sisters. So thank you so much for your time. I wish you good luck. And I know I'm going to see you in the octagon soon. Yes, sir. Susan, I like your Twitter profile. It's really cool. I like your Twitter profile picture. It's really cool. Oh, thank you, Nate. And I like your website and your website as well. Your website photo is really cool. <laughs> Nate, you're making me blush, and I'm a grown woman. Thank you so much for your time, Nate. I really, really wish you good luck, and I really enjoyed this interview.